The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerph, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab. Aminadab became the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam the father of Abijab. Abijab the father of Asaph. Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat the father of Joram. Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham. Jotham the father of Ahaz. Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh. Manasseh the father of Amos. Amos the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shehitiel. Shehitiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud. Abiud became the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok became the father of Achim. Achim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar became the father of Methan. Methan, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom, of, of her was born Jesus, who was called the Christ. Thus, the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations. From David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to Christ, 14 generations. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. 
He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. We have arrived to this most holy night. Four weeks walking together as in a caravan of families, just like they did thousands of years ago. What a special gift Jesus has given to us all this Advent, especially the gift of each other. We all dread being alone in this life, and so God has made us into a people that must lean on, in on each other. Holy Mother Church is a family above all else. She tenderly looks out for each one of us in a unique way. No one goes unnoticed. No one. May no one go unnoticed in my family, in my community, in my world. Our church is imperfect. But tonight, God is pointing to what is perfect within it. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It's radically different from the world's view on Christmas. What we are experiencing inside these four walls is exactly what our world is dying to hear. The songs of a people longing for their king and heavenly homeland answered miraculously with the arrival of baby Jesus. We all see this through the prism of faith, hope, and love. These virtues are what make it possible to unwrap the mystery of God becoming man. During this beautiful liturgy that has been made possible for us by the work of so many behind the scenes, the flowers, the servers, the readers, the extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist, the choir, the children's play before Mass, each one of you has a role that makes this church shine all the way up to the night sky. But let's not forget that many people tonight are on the outside. They live in the peripheries of society. No one has knocked on their door and invited them in. They remain in the darkness of disbelief. These are our brothers and sisters, and they long to see Jesus. During the liturgy tonight, let the words of this psalm echo in your heart. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Last night when I came back from Blessing Family's home, this place, this campus was completely pitch black. And it was freezing. I called Father John. I said, where are you? And he says, I'm in McDonald's. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm buying 20 coffees. So I went to meet him. I went to meet him. And we gave out 60 coffees that night. And uh, froze in the process, but we weren't as cold as those we were giving the coffee to. The peripheries, they're real. They're not in Africa. They're not in China. Well, they are. But we have them right here under our nose. You might be wondering where Father John is now. (laughs) I think he's in the hospital doing the rounds. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you, and your bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall God, your God, rejoice in you. We all desire that God rejoices in us. 
To please the one who gives us everything is, a, is so deeply engraved in us. Then we see it all around us. A wife wishes to please her husband for all the hard work he does to build and support the family. The husband wishes to please his wife for all she does to be the heart of their family and the bond of love. Children, as they grow into young adults, begin to realize all the sacrifices their parents have made for them. Gratitude becomes a fundamental option in their hearts. I will not be silent. I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth. My dear friends, tonight is a special night for us. God is revealing himself to us inside the nucleus of his family. We see reflected in Joseph, Mary, and Jesus the very trinity. It's so tangible, so extraordinary. A cave, animals, shepherds, and finally God who has become a baby. If we look closely enough, we can even see ourselves there. God has entered human history. He will be silent no longer. What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. Behold, the one coming after me, I am not worthy to unfasten the sandals of his feet. One thing about John the Baptist that often makes me reflect is that he lived his whole life under the gaze of our Lord. Born slightly before Jesus and dying a few years before he died, his whole life revolved around the Messiah. He teaches us today that we too are called to live out this mystery in the same way. Tonight, baby Jesus is inviting you to make him the center of your family. Why not decide to do that tonight? And just make it happen. No one has to tell you how to do it. The Holy Spirit will tell you. Don't read a book unless it's the Bible. Because you won't find the answers. Because only you can do this. Mom. Dad. Children. Grandparents. There's no one can take your place. The greatest lesson he taught us was summed up in those four simple words. I am not he. How does that resonate with you tonight as you contemplate Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, laying on hay in a cave? The lifelong relationship that John had with Jesus brought him to this conclusion. If Jesus, who is God, decided to become one of us, then it's on me to become like him. And what is evident to anyone looking on, this is the greatest act of humility that will never be surpassed. We are called to become like the Holy Family in the way they lived humility. As we now investigate the genealogy of Jesus' lineage, let us be ever more aware of our need to be humble. The foundation stones for faith, hope, and love is humility. Is the Holy Spirit presenting to us the resolution that we can help each other live out this year? In 2023, many things will happen. Of this we can be quite sure. 
But the way that I will live them greatly depends on these theological virtues. Dear Jesus, if you are calling us as a parish family to live these virtues this year, show us the way. We are ready. We want to make him the center. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Even Jesus, as true God and true man, has a family tree. St. Matthew reminds us of Jesus' unpredictable past. There are kings, villains, and ordinary people in Jesus' lineage. Even the women mentioned, apart from Mary, are women with a dark and difficult past. God is proud of his genealogy. He makes sure that it is mentioned in the Bible. He sends his son, Jesus, into the world and into a family, not not to condemn, but to save. There was evil present in, was there evil present in Jesus' past? It does not define him. Even more, evil is still is precisely what Jesus came to conquer with love. In Psalm 89, we heard sung tonight these words. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. Forever I will confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. God has made a covenant with us. We are his church. And we belong to him. This covenant between God and our church is on us to strengthen and to bring life. God accomplished his end of the bargain. Our roadmap to fulfill our end is and always will be faith, hope, and love. We have begun a new liturgical year. Don't worry about making new resolutions this year. Stay with what God has given us tonight, a stable where his son and Joseph and Mary are hanging out. May our homes reflect this manger scene. Faith, we believe that it's all true. Every little detail is true and trustworthy. Hope, These teachings will come to life inside our family in the measure that we go out in search of the lost sheep. Finally, love. Bread broken and shared in a a world dying for Jesus. I finish with a quote from a letter written by a second century Christian. And yet there is something extraordinary about their lives. They live in their own countries as though they were only passing through. They play their full role as citizens, but labor under all the disabilities of aliens. Any country can be their homeland, but for them, their homeland, wherever it is, is a foreign country. Like others, they marry and have children, but they do not expose them. They share their meals, but not their wives. They live in the flesh but they are not governed by the desires of the flesh. They pass their days upon earth, but they are citizens of heaven, obedient to the laws, yet they live on a level that transcends the law. Finally, a takeaway turned into a prayer. I pledge 
on this most holy night to pray every morning and evening to be a faithful follower of Jesus. I will lean in on Joseph and Mary for guidance. I will pour myself out like a libation just like St. Paul. May 2023 be a year where my faith, hope, and love become a light for all people. We offer glory to our newborn King as we worship God, the Father, and pray. For the church, that the invitation, come let us adore him, will echo in and through every aspect of the church's life. We pray to the Lord. For those who govern, that the presence of God with us will inspire them to be heroes of virtue and authentic liberty, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the birth of the Redeemer may bring peace and hope to all people of goodwill, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the renewal of family life, that the love of Mary and Joseph will rekindle love in all families, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for the people of the parish. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm and for their caregivers, that God in His mercy will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And that perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Loving Father, as we gaze into the manger upon the human face of your Son, we experience the hope of the, of the restoration of our own innocence. Enable us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. For he is our Lord, now and forever. Amen.